I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Trebor Softmints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolute Radio. Boston. Hoorah! What a fabulous start. That was B-O-S-T-O-N by um, Blur, but not by Blur, as in uh, Damon Thingy. Damon Albarn. But B-L-E-U, you yeah. see. Blur. And that's from his new album, Blur 4. Which I've never heard of him before. Somebody sat with the CD and I just loved it. Don't you know? <laughs> this is uh, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily and Gareth. Chris Addison is our guest today. He's a funny oh, yeah, man, like talent. He was on the Oscars. Very youthful. He was on the Oscars with his movie. Did you Very young that? looking. Very young looking, but don't hate him for that, Em. <laughs> I um, do. And you can text us on 8.12.15 about anything except... Aeronautics. <laughs> That's this morning's taboo subject. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, that was Emma, our um, producer, laughing in the background. Um, uh, her She's contract must other... be coming up for renewal. <laughs> She's the other taboo subject because she and I are having an SDN this morning. Oh, SD- oh yeah, they are dressed exactly same the same. Same dress nightmare. <laughs> it's awful. We, it looks like a polygamist thing going on here. We've same got, cardigan, same T-shirt, same jeans. Different labels, though. Anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, so as I said before, Uh-oh. I feel like Lorraine Kelly saying, and see, it looks just as good from the Hay Street shops. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes. Actually, actually, polygamists don't get their wives to dress the same, do yes, they? Yes, they do. Do they? Yes. Oh. I've seen them in America I think that's just states. multiple weddings, you're thinking. No, of. they do. Oh, no. I, there are different versions good. of a frog. I would have to that. have different sizes, and that's going to be... That's going to be the awkward Anyway, moment. talking of appearance, which obviously I love doing, um, Frank, you're still sporting a bit of guy liner, if I may say. Yes, I hadn't heard the phrase guy liner before, but yeah, I went, shall I explain, I went to a, a Halloween party last night and I thought I'll make a tiny effort, mm. so I um, I put some, uh, well I got my girlfriend to do my eyes, as they say. I rather like, Gareth and I were invited, you made it sound like we weren't, but we were there. Well, as we you didn't there. make any effort to look Halloween, <laughs> yeah, I didn't bother mentioning it. Uh, so I, I did that thing, I, I sort of put red, bright lit, Blight. <laughs> the lipstick has stopped me from speaking. The, I put bright red lipstick on, and then I mm. rubbed it across my face deliberately. I sort oh, of is look, that deliberate? Yeah, I sort of looked like the Joker's dad. <laughs> if you can imagine the Joker's dad. In fact, I, having told a few people that I'd come as the Joker's dad, I then got slightly obsessed with the idea of the the, the idea of the Joker's dad having the smeared makeup and saying, "Yeah, I, he was a strange kid." I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Very morose, which for our family is unheard of. <laughs> he's from uh, he's from the West Midlands. The Joker's dad. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> that explains some things, I think. Oh, does he? Yeah. So Gareth went as Gareth, and I came. You as... wore a plait on your hair, oh, as if that, plat, as if that though. was a big gothic famous no. monster thing. No, a lot of men came up to me and said, "What have you come as?" I said, "Your worst nightmare." <laughs> Fair okay. enough. Yeah. That's a Halloween theme, for yeah, God's sake. That is, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of nightmares, I um, I was on. I'm not saying this in any. I was on. Um, Have I got news for you? Um, not this week. You're very before. good on that, actually. Oh, thank you so much. Is there a contract coming up as well? <laughs> Must be the whole lot coming in a big lump. Um, 
So I did that. I'm not very keen on watching myself on the telly. I'm particularly unkeen on watching myself on the telly with other people around me because I tend, if they miss a gag or something, I tend to rewind. Mm. And suddenly you've got a tension in the room. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I missed the original showing, but last Saturday I was with my girlfriend, her sister, and their mum. So all three Masons were gathered together. I, just, I thought I'd explain that, because I didn't want to say I was watching it with the Masons. You imagine if we were doing odd handshakes and <laughs> I was dressed in entrails. Um, so um, it was that, you know, that extra, the 45-minute version of I've Got News For You. So that was on on Saturday. We watched X Factor, obviously. Yeah. I'd already been shushed during the Wagner interview. <laughs> shushed, just in case Wagner said something that, you know... <laughs> That we missed, so I was a bit on edge as it as it was, and then um, when then I was going to be on, so I thought, well, we'll sit and watch. I said, well, you know, I'll make the effort; it'd be nice. And my girlfriend says, "Oh, I quite fancy watching the Cheryl Cole. Could we tape you and oh, watch the Cheryl no. Cole on uh, Piers Morgan?" Well, I mean, I oh. said, "No, we'll tape Cheryl Cole." And then it's become an issue. And then you sit down with a sort of... And there's an angry vibe. Yes, exactly. Anyway, the show came on, and might I say I looked absolutely terrible. I didn't need any makeup <laughs> for the house. I did. I looked like... I looked like... If you could imagine Hellraiser without the pins. <laughs> I looked so old and terrible when I came. Oh, Perhaps fine. Hellraiser just before he goes to bed. Don't just took so the pins out. Yourself. You could imagine a small pile of pins on Hellraiser's... Um, dressing table, and he thinks that's me done bed now. Little night cream. I look terrible. Anyway, five minutes into the show, both my girlfriend and her sister were fast asleep. Oh, fast asleep. God. And their mum was um, laughing, trying to laugh for three. Really oh. overcompensate. It was a nightmare. Oh. I can't, just talking about it now, I've shrivelled at my very inner limits. Is that a phrase? Oh, we'll work it out. Oh, God, I nearly pressed the jingle. <laughs> what larks. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Never mind that, we've just had a text in saying M25 shot clockwise at Junction 20. <laughs> well, I think they've got their own person. <laughs> right, yeah, so if you're on uh, the M25, well, not much, can you do much about it? Get off. Junction 20, get off before that. Yeah. yeah. If it's shot from Junction 20, surely it's shot at 21, and eventually it's shot back at 19 if you keep going round and round. Don't talk to me about roads past Junction 1. I don't know where they take you. Anyway, that's some um, big news we've just received on 8.12. <laughs> But no 50. aeronautics. That's not aeronautics. So no, no, it's fine, fine on aeronautics. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, that's okay. Um, we've had an email from Mike. Um, he said, "My friend, you, it's you know, you said there was a pause. Then there was going to be a surname, yeah. and I ate it. That's no. like when somebody gets the intonation wrong on the football results." No, it was like he was famous, and he thought better of it. Like maybe it was Mike. Oh, Bat. Okay, if you're being discreet, yeah. Mike Bat could be yeah. Mike Smith. It's Mike Smith. Yeah. Um, it's about collecting. Is that aer- that's aeronautics, isn't it? It's in the ballpark. <laughs> oh God! Carry on. Um, my friend used to have a collection of garden birds, which he kept in his shed. <laughs> <laughs> Dead or alive? He used to catch them in the back garden with the bread bin perched on top of an old wooden clothes peg. Oh God, we're used to do this. Back what? attached to a long piece of string. Well, not with a bread bin. I don't think we had a bread bin, but we <laughs> had uh, obviously we had a bucket of water for the milk. <laughs> But um, now we used to use the uh, the old man's riddle. Mm. 
I don't mean what? my first is in fish, but not what? in star. I mean, he's, um, he, he used to have, you know, you riddle soil. Like when you're panning for Funnily gold. Funnily enough, no. Oh, well, you riddle soil. I know to get... when you paint your nails. Yeah, well, he didn't do that. Okay. My dad, his nails were all black from industrial accidents. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, so we used to get his riddle and we used to get a bit of stick and then fishing twine fed down the garden, put a, put a little bit of bread under the riddle, the birds would arrive. My brother. He had like twenty wild birds in a cage. In the, <laughs> you know, there was, was an owl, there was an owl, couple of uh, blackbirds, about twenty sparrows, <laughs> all crammed, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, you know, when the tube, you know, the rush hour on the tube, it was like that. Was it like in Japan when a man pushes them with a stick? Yeah, exactly. We had uh, we had a magpie doing that on the outside <laughs> with an armband, so well, more of a wingband. So that people could. Now, can I say, um, if anyone's listening, it's not a good thing to do. But we remember this was the 1960s strokes, like, be the 60s. So you know, we didn't yeah. know any, we didn't know any better. We thought smoking was all right and everything. <laughs> Next, um, he said, I had another friend who had a scrapbook with a collection of Page Three girls in it. Oh, but then he also had every oh. status quo album. Filthy had, soul. Hold on, he had we had every status quo album that had been produced, and all the 2000 AD comics from the first edition. <laughs> he's from Birmingham, is he, this bloke? That's fine. Sure Come on, he's got a page three girl scrapbook, every 2000 <laughs> AD comic and every status quo album. I think I have a mental picture of this chap. <laughs> he tried Steve, will it? <laughs> he tried Steve from Digbeth. Yeah. I think I know him. He tried to sell his collection to me once, but I turned him down. Wished I'd bought the comics, but he wouldn't split up the deal. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he wouldn't split up the deal. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah, difficult job lot or nothing. Yeah. I wonder what's happened now to... I, I mean, I can't imagine what kind of man would keep a scrapbook <laughs> at page three, girls. Uh, and a status quo album. Still. Mm. And what's the positive point in putting them together? I mean, I don't think that... Well, like I say, value. I think that you will find a person who would definitely... I mean, you know, mm. they're out there. In fact... 38-year-old male, black T-shirt. I think most of them listening to Absolute. The bids will come yeah. flooding in. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had an invitation. Oh. Well, I say we. It was actually addressed to Ben Jones, I've now seen. Well, that's a little uh, previous. Hi, Ben. <laughs> I know it's a bit cheeky. Ben Jones will be here at uh, 10 o'clock on Absolute Radio. <laughs> But I'm part of the East Kent Historical Organisation and we're putting on a free family show at the Share in Coulterfield in Herne Bay tonight. And Ben's been invited free to Free for that. all the family, yeah. Be there, there's real worry. Vikings fighting, real zombies. Free. Oh, you'll be free. And a burning village. A burning village? Yeah, oh dear, I don't like the sound of that. Real Vikings and real zombies. <laughs> East Kent is famous for zombies. Yeah. It's and Ben's been invited. No invite to us, you know. No, notice. we're not invited. Good, it's I'm only not going Ben anywhere. Jones. I've got, you know, I've got things on. So, uh, well, the telly. Now I've got 3D telly, I don't go out much, to be honest. No need. 3D? You know, the world is 3D, so who needs to go and... <laughs> um, I did go out, though. I went to the theatre. The oh, other did you? Night. Yes. And, um, you know, one of my favourite things is, is spotting... Not like your big star celebrities like Madonna. I like mm. the people who are a bit more... Um, People who you see and you think, oh, God, and then you go straight home and get on Wikipedia. Mm. And oh, think, I know oh. those ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling them uh, sort of wiki faces. Oh, I like it, a bit wacky races. Yeah. Wacky faces. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wicky faces. For example, um, Linda Barron was in the play. <gasps> I love Linda, Linda Barron. Ba- you know, Nurse Gladys Aman, your war. It's yeah. not often you see bompers like that on a Morris Minor. <laughs> she was in it. Oh. Um, Michelle Detrice. Who oh, I like, yes. Who I like to call Ubete. Mm. Now, Roy Detrice's daughter. Yes. yes, and she was married to the Equaliser as well. Was she really? Yes, yeah, she was the late Equaliser. <laughs> graphic the late <laughs> Equaliser was it? Was it stoppage time? Oh, <laughs> and <laughs> that's an awesome joke. So <laughs> fabulously, it sounded rehearsed, didn't it? But no one will yeah. ever know the beautiful spontaneity of it. It's gone now. Let it, let it lie. And, and I um, saw outside of a theatre recently. You know, um, in Keeping Up Appearances, Hyacinth Bouquet's neighbour. Oh yes, I do know. She, yeah, and um, she was. People were taking pictures with her, and she looked very tired and harried. Oh, and uh-huh. I thought I wanted to go up to her and say, you're, "You know, you're when you say harried, well. do you mean she was ginger and dressed as a Nazi?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, I um, but the, what about this? Switchboards for a, lighting up again. But what, what about this for a for a wiki face? As well? <laughs> Who did I meet at the party? Cecil Parkinson. <gasps> oh, I Come love on, him. get in! I said when I when I met him. Can yeah. I just say? In case you don't know, he was um, what was he? Parkinson. Minister of. Uh, transport oh, or something, in, something in, in, the, in the Thatcher government. <laughs> he was, he was, he had a bit of a scandal. He did have a scandal, but I didn't bring that up. Oh, good boy. No, he, he's, he's he was a... something for me. I thought very me. I, I tell you, he's in great shape. He must be <laughs> seventy. He's in immaculate. A little shape. bit oleaginous. Um, I don't know oleaginous. Is he the bloke <laughs> who was in uh, Back to the Future too? <laughs> but uh, I tell you, who else was there? Um, Louis Spence. Right. And Jason from um, Dancing the on Argonauts. Ice. Uh, <laughs> Jason from Dance. Oh yes, I think I know him. Is he had the bad teeth work done? Yes, I, I, I don't think know. I, he's, okay. I, I think he's a um, homosexualist, yeah, famous, high-profile yeah. high yeah. homosexualist. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And uh, I thought there, there's, there's two people who are destined oh, yeah. to be um, wiki faces. Aren't they? <laughs> They're, they're not quite. They're still in the moment. They're still in their glow. But it's all right, you know. I mean, I've I've gone slightly wiki face myself. I think it's it's an okay it's an wicked. okay place to be. But Cecil Parkinson, what? A, I mean, I I don't. I'm going to put I a points him. thing for wiki faces. He's like the old I Spy books. He's got to he be. Really a, is. He's got to be a seven. What about um, Jeff Brazier, Passport Control Mexico? That was my spot one. Well, that's good. good. A good context yeah. as well. Mm. Good, or, yeah, perhaps extra Mexico. points for context. I think so. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I saw a guy on the tube, and I thought I know him, and he looked like a student, and I thought I must have done a gig that he was organising, or but I feel like I know him really well. How do I? And he was one of the people on the Junior Apprentice. Oh. I nearly went up and said, but that would have been not good. No. What? Said, He'd have loved it. I was said, "Do I know you?" And he would have said. Oh, I was on the Junior Apprentice, and I would have gone, well, yeah. I was on the Junior Apprentice once. No, you weren't. Yeah. Yeah, she's... She didn't tell anyone. Oh, God. I'm terribly sorry, everyone. (laughs) At least I didn't do that thing about the bacon slice. Anyway, so um, you can text us on 8.12.15 about anything. Maybe you've met a wiki face in an odd little place. Yeah. That you can tell us about. <laughs> and um, Chris Addison as our guest today. What other news? Oh, yeah, uh, Junction 20 on the M25 <laughs> is um, still shot. In fact, it's partly open now. You could get a push bike down there. <laughs> but uh, not, a, not a full-blown automobile. This, this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, you know you were talking about wiki faces earlier. Oh, I certainly was. 
we've had a text in. Someone's got their very own wiki face. Uh, Chris Biggins walked into my dad's funeral by mistake. Oh, God. That is a wiki face and a heart. Oh, so many things are wrong with that. A very <laughs> solemn occasion. Perhaps the least solemn person in the world. The man least associated with seriousness on the planet. And Chris Biggins... I like I Not like the familiar yeah very familiar. Well, he obviously stayed for a sandwich. <laughs> got got quite friendly with him. He might have seen some champagne. He loves the champagne. But was he actually looking for another funeral? Or was he? I mean, you know, he could have been. Maybe he's up. a bit of an ambulance chaser. He likes to so he just likes a party with an atmosphere. Yeah. Well, actually, there was a bit of an atmosphere when Chris Biggins <laughs> turned up. Still, safari's a goodie. Oh. Paul from Essex said, I'm um, Lisa Benjamin from EastEnders. She the Lucy Benjamin, Lucy, darling. Sorry, not Lisa. Lisa. Sorry. Oh, I messed up the whole thing. <laughs> See, that's the problem of being a wiki face. People get your name wrong. Go on, Lucy yeah. Benjamin. I know her, she, yeah. She once shot Phil Mitchell doing her big shop in Tesco's. I like she once saw Phil Mitchell. She no, once shot. shot. I like yeah. she once shot Phil Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Just the once. <laughs> was it? There was any need it was for, a war- more of a warning. to qualify it with the once. Shopping where? Um, doing her big shop in Tesco's. Oh, her big shop. <laughs> oh. Not just, she hadn't just nipped in with a, with a basket no. on the forearm. No. Not a corner shop. Oh, I'd like to see what Lucy Benjamin's uh, big shop entailed. Um, I once saw Henry Kelly, the host of Going for Gold, in a pub near Hampstead. He was significantly taller than he looked on TV. Oh, pub served mm. a nice pint of Guinness, too. Paul in Glasgow. Well, he's <laughs> Irish, of course, so it's all fallen into place. Oh, I if yeah. he'd have the courage in the context of being out on his own in a pub to say to someone, what am I? <laughs> it's, you're really laying yourself open, aren't you? I must say. Um, oh, I, I like, sorry, can I read this wiki face? Yeah. I saw a rather embarrassed Carl Howman waiting outside the changing rooms in John Lewis, Blue Water, Nicola from Bexley. Wasn't he in changing rooms? He was a uh, brushstrokes man, Carl Howman. Carl Howman. <laughs> Do you remember him? The what is changing man? rooms? Is oh, that... yes, oh. The brushstrokes yes. man. And, oh, Frank, I know how you'll know him. He does that dance. I know him. I went to oh, Africa yeah. with him. Did you? Not just me and him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Me and him went out there lion hunting. <laughs> It was uh, it was fabulous. Do you know he, who he looks like now? He looks like the um, the guy on Celebrity MasterChef and MasterChef who um, has the glasses and um, <laughs> the um, grocery. What, Raymond Blanc? <laughs> no, not Raymond Blanc. I thought you were moving. I thought no. that was going to be a sly. Oh, I never no. had to get it in. Oh, he likes to get him in. I thought it was going to be that. Yeah. But no, yeah. no, the bloke with glasses on MasterChef. Now, of course, God, not even a face, just a description. <laughs> a wiki description. That's not going to work at all. Yeah, I, um, I'll tell you what I thought would be a nice thing to introduce on the show. Um, a sort of a uh, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. You know, we know when something just happens in life and you think, oh, and you feel all warm. The jingles yeah. are flying all over the place <laughs> today. Oh, John Jingle. You know, oh. we're getting near Christmas. Yeah. And um, I uh, I passed two homeless people sitting on the street. Oh, that's uh, reason to be cheerful. Yeah, they had, uh, they had like, can each, and they both <laughs> they both looked a, a bit like they were no strangers to their own urine. I'll be straight with you. <laughs> I mean, they weren't like the sort of... You know, you get some homeless people who look like they could be just collecting an MTV award, and you think, well, you, you've got more expensive trainers on than I have. You're getting no money. Make an effort. Make an well, effort. Well, in fairness, most people have more expensive trainers on than you have. Well, exactly. Anyway, these two guys were, were hardcore. And as I went past, one was saying to the other, you know, I must say I really enjoy your company. <laughs> and I, 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 I love that. Oh. Reasons to be cheerful. That really made me very cheerful indeed. So thanks if you listen, you won't be. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute.
Frank, you know you were talking about wiki faces earlier. Oh, I certainly was. We've had a text in. Someone's got their very own wiki face. Uh, Chris Biggins walked into my dad's funeral by mistake. Oh, God. That is a wiki face enough. Oh, so many things are wrong with that. A very (laughs) solemn occasion. Perhaps the least solemn person in the world. The man least associated with seriousness on the planet. And Chris Biggins... I like, I like the familiar. Yeah, very familiar. He obviously stayed for a sandwich. <laughs> got, got quite friendly with him. He might have seen some champagne. He loves the champagne. But was he actually looking for another funeral? Or was he, I mean, you know, he could have been Maybe he's up. a bit of an ambulance chaser. He likes to, so, he just likes a party with an atmosphere. Yeah. Well, actually, there was a bit of an atmosphere when Chris Biggins <laughs> turned up. Still, safari's a goodie. Oh. Paul from Essex said, I'm Lisa Benjamin from EastEnders. She no, Lucy Benjamin, Lucy, darling. Sorry, not Lisa. Lisa. Oh, I messed up the whole thing. <laughs> See, that's the problem of being a wiki face. People get your name wrong. Go on, Lucy yeah. Benjamin. I know her. She, yeah. she once shot Phil Mitchell doing her big shop in Tesco's. I like she once saw Phil Mitchell. She no, once she shot. shot. I like yeah. she once shot Phil Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Just the once. <laughs> was it, there was any need it was for, a war- more of a warning. to qualify it with the once? Shopping where? Um, doing her big shop in Tesco's. Oh, her big shop. <laughs> oh. Not she hadn't just nipped in with a, with a basket no. on the forearm. No. Not a corner shop. Oh, I'd like to see what Lucy Benjamin's uh, big shop entailed. Um, I once saw Henry Kelly, the host of Going for Gold, in a pub near Hampstead. He was significantly taller than he looked on TV. Oh, pub served oh. a nice pint of Guinness too, Paul in Glasgow. Well, he's <laughs> Irish, of course, so it's all falling into place. Oh, I wonder yeah. if he'd have the courage in the context of being out on his own in a pub to say to someone, what am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're really laying yourself open, aren't you? <laughs> I must say. Um, oh, I, I like, sorry, can I read this wiki face? Yeah. I saw a rather embarrassed Carl Howman waiting outside the changing rooms in John Lewis, Blue Water, Nicola from Bexley. Wasn't he in changing rooms? He was a uh, brushstrokes man, Carl Howman. Carl Howman. <laughs> Do you remember him? What is changing man? rooms? Is oh, that... yes, oh. The brushstrokes yes. man. And, oh, Frank, I know how you'll know him. He does that dance. I know or... him. I went to oh, Africa yeah. with him. Did you? Not just me and him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Me and him went out there lion hunting. <laughs> It was uh, it was fabulous. Do you know he, who he looks like now? He looks like the um, the guy on Celebrity MasterChef, a MasterChef who um, has the glasses and um, <laughs> the um, grocery. What expert. Raymond Blanc? No, not Raymond Blanc. I thought you were moving. I thought no. that was going to be a sly. Oh, I know no. how to get it in. Oh, he likes to get him in. I thought it was going to be that, yeah. but no. Yeah. Now the bloke with glasses on MasterChef. Now, of course, God, not even a face, just a description, a wiki description. That's not going to work at all. Yeah, I um, I tell you what, I thought would be a nice thing to introduce on the show. Um, a sort of a uh, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. You know, we know when something just happens in life and you think, oh, and you feel all warm. The jingles yeah. are flying all over the place That's today. Oh, John Jingle. You know, oh. we're getting near Christmas. Yeah. And um, I uh, I passed two homeless people sitting on the street. Oh, that's uh, reason to be cheerful. Yeah, they had uh, they had like can each, and they both they both looked a, a bit like they were no strangers to their own urine. I'll be straight with you. <laughs> I mean, they weren't like the sort of you know you get some homeless people who look like they could be just collecting an MTV award. And you think, well, you, you've got more expensive trainers on than I have. You get no money. Make an effort. Make an well, effort. In fairness, most people have more expensive trainers on than you have. Well, exactly. Anyway, these two guys were, were hardcore. And as I went past, one was saying to you that, you know, I must say I really enjoy your company. <laughs> and I, 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 I love that. Oh. Uh, really made me very cheerful indeed. So thanks if you listen. You won't be. 
You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Talk, um, Coldplay. That's, um... Computer love, computer... Isn't it? It's a sample from Kraftwerk. Um, Frank, we've had a text in from Ray in Nottingham, who's one of my regular clients. Mm. Uh, Hi, guys. I was hoping you could help me. My beautiful Lakeland Terrier was scared off last night by a firework. Oh. Oh, As an avid listener of the show, I was hoping you could put a notice out and try and help me find him. I don't know if he listens to the show, but oh, the poor little dog. He won't be listening, but there might be people in Nottingham who see a terrier. If you see a terrier going past, I slip to the ground. If it's a Lakeland... If it's a Staffordshire bull, I'd stay well back. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope, let, keep us in, uh, in contact yeah. with that, Ray, because um, let's hope he's not heading for Junction 20, the M25, as he's going to have a bit of bad luck. He'll be at the entrance going, mm, 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 oh. mm, just scratching at the, the exit. Mm. <laughs> there you go. If you're leaving the M25 on a Lakeland Terrier, that's the experience you'll be having. Um, Garrett's holding up a piece of newspaper. It's I've like got, Neville Chamberlain. It's like being in, <laughs> back in our old toilet in the 1960s. Go on. I've got... Um, Jedward said some funny things this week. They always say funny things. They're funny, Jedward. They're very funny. We should get them on, do you think? We should... If we could have Jedward on, I think it would be... Who's saying it like, I had a dream? I have a dream. I if we could have Jedward on. Peace in our time. Yeah. Um, I've got a quote from them. Um, we don't need a girlfriend, says John. Edward adds, having a girlfriend would be like cheating on our fans. That girl would become endangered. Yeah. I like that. They're they're self-sacrificial. But weren't they being bullied at Heathrow Airport? That was what I read about them this week. They were complaining about airport security. They said that they were mocked and derided. They were mocked. Yeah. Mm. And derided. Well, They tried to get (laughs) one of them to take their trousers off. I can understand why there'd be a hazard at... um, at the security. But also, Mark derided someone made them take their trousers off. Welcome to my world, honey. <laughs> yeah, but you... You take the shoe bomb out. I mean, you could get some extensive explosives in those things that they wear. The high trainer. Oh, that's true. Mm. Oh, you could get an armour light. They're a walking security alert. Well, they, they should are. have a route through the hair as well, because you could... Co- yeah, in that quiff. Well, the, ele- the amount of gel... I mean, yeah. if, if I tried to take a porcupine... Mm. On a commercial flight, I'd be stopped, think you'd agree, because yeah. there's an argument that I could maybe um, threaten a stewardess with it. I'll, you know, yeah. get Neil on her chest and I'll... I'll the, the, a couple the quilt. of spines in the face. Yeah, quilt at the throat. You could do that. With, I reckon you could you could hijack a plane with either John or Edward. Mm. Just hold them, like, you know, so they're head first. I mean, what about when you're in the dinghies? Oh, yeah. You don't want them leaning no. back. <laughs> of course, if the plane goes down, we'd all have air like Jedward, so... They said they're being unnecessarily searched and they're having to... But we all have to do these things. We all have to put our boots in the tray. I hate the tray. Don't you hate the tray they give you? I don't like the tray. I don't like the... It's like some 1950s prison you put slop on. Surely they must have something more sophisticated than that old grey tray. I don't like handing over my shoes as well without getting a pair of bowling shoes back. (laughs) That just seems morally incorrect (laughs) to me. And taking out the... Uh, laptop separately. Why do we have to do You've that? You've got an though? x-ray machine. We don't have to take things out of the back. That's the whole idea. And that has to go in another tray. And then you get the mini tray, more like a Petri dish, where you put all oh, your jewels. change. No, that's for my jewels. Oh, you for <laughs> yeah, jewels. jewels? Yeah. Oh. They make you put jewels in there. 
Do they? Yeah. Well, I don't really travel with jewels normally. <laughs> and then a tiny little bag to put all your stuff. How do you fit any stuff in that bag, Em? The plazzy bag. You must have so much stuff. I can't prepare. Well, you're, you're, I think you carry more than a hundred milliliter of almost every <laughs> fluid. <laughs> yeah. So what do they do with the jewels? Are they? The jewels, well, they have to put them... Set, I don't know why, presumably because they'll set off the alarm. Does somebody judge jewels? <laughs> oh. I'm terribly sorry, everyone. Um, anyway, uh, Chris Addison is our guest today. And uh, you can text us at 8.12.15. And apparently Junction 20, uh, clockwise, yeah. on the M25. Is, it's still... It's shut, but what they've got... They've got uh, it's not so much shut, there's a beaded curtain. <laughs> over the exit and uh, it, it goes sort of <laughs> when you drive through it and uh, you know it's not one of those that's just the linen strip that's a strips. great idea yeah. that would be better than speed bumps it would make you slow down wouldn't it because you know there could for all you know there could be a line of school children crossing not yeah. two feet behind it so you'd have to be careful Frank I love the beaded curtain idea well there you go if the Ministry of um, Transport are listening I'm happy to just give that up for the for the, uh, for the people <laughs> we only have this Crowded house. It's only natural. Oh, God, I've used that line a few times. <laughs> so this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and um, Chris Addison is our guest this morning. He'll be along soon. Oh, yeah, I like him. And uh, you yeah. like them all. You like the boys, let's face it. I don't like them all, actually. Who don't you like? Uh, let's not go there. OK. I've got time we... for that, this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, crowded house. I was on a crowded train this week. <laughs> no, you see? Oh! He you went see, a bit Titch Martian. No, but that's that's good. We don't have enough of that kind no, of stuff on this show. Slickness is what we need. Yeah. That's what's holding us back. You're on a crowded train? Yes. How was that? Well, it was half term, so all the kids, everyone had their kids out. Right. Oh, and great. Um, there was a very harassed parent. What time of the day was, was this? It, was, it would have been... Um, it was the morning. It would have been about 11 o'clock. OK, I think we've got a picture of it. Yeah. the scene. Um, picture, if you will. What um, route? What route were you on? <laughs> from I got on at Bournemouth mm -hmm. and going into Waterloo. Is that okay. Bomo? Um, we call it Bomo. The ten twenty two. I call it Wolo from Bournemouth. Oh, I met Waterloo. <laughs> Wolo. Wolo. Yeah. Wolo sunset. Yeah. No, that we should all call it that from now on. <laughs> anyway, you know, back, to the, back to the narrative. You see, he well, drip, drips away. If you let it, if you leave a gap, you'll you'll drip straight down it. I want to get back to Carriage F. I'm assuming it was Carriage F. Imagine, if you will... Um, <laughs> Not A. The two um, table seats. Mm. So, you know, with the four seats round. Um, and on we're one, familiar was, with the layout the, of the train. There, was two old, there were two older ladies who were planning something. They had pieces of paper with lists on. They were planning something. They were planning something. I didn't get I don't the, like the sound of this. <laughs> Honestly. Is this the ink cartridge bombers? <laughs> Honestly, I did my best to work out what they were talking about. Yes. But um, I really I couldn't find out. I apologise okay. to you and the listeners. But um, and on the other table there was a man. That's, about, that's overdue. And I sat <laughs> behind the man. Yeah. And the man was smelly. Oh. He was oh, a God. smelly man. And I thought, can I be bothered to move away from this? Can you be bothered man? to mention it? I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Excuse me. I, you know, you've never met me before. <laughs> wouldn't that be? That'd take great courage, wouldn't it, to do yeah. that? Well, okay, not so really. I do it on a daily of, basis. What kind of smell? Are we talking um, bo smelling? Sort of, sort of a musty, unwashed oh, musty, smell. Like an old, like a derelict house. Yes, that's what he's like. He'd like. found his clothes on the tube or something. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, should I move? But I've learned from experience that you just get used to it after a while. Yeah. 
you know, it just becomes. I find with a very bad BO, it, it it's it stops being a nasal experience and it starts to get on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You really feel like that person has entered your being. Yeah. I always have a scarf, and then I just go, oh, and put the scarf up in front of my nose. That oh, tells that, them. I don't think that, that's not good, is it? Okay, I know. So a smelly man had entered my being, and um, a woman... Oh, with, yeah. <laughs> now, this is what I call an anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> and a woman with two kids came down the carriage. Oh, this quite, is a new character now. Quite harassed, yes, new people. Enter. Yes. Yeah. Automatic woman, doors. Lady woman with, with two, two kids. Okay. And they, they sat on the three seats around the smelly man. I think I've got the picture. Yeah. So we've got yeah. the two old pl- plotting ladies. The plotting ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and opposite, other side of the aisle, smelly man, smelly woman with two kids. Yes. Okay. And um, The cast is complete. <laughs> they, Exeunt followed by a bear. They settled down and she obviously realised, oh no, we've sat around a smelly man. Mm. And he said something to the little boy. I think it was oh. not. What, what did he say was, to the little boy? I, I don't he know. He said, You don't smell at all. It, <laughs> was, it was something that was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't funny. Oh. And so she thought, Well, we'll just move we'll sort of uh, over a bit. And she asked the two ladies. Oh, she, the plotting ladies? Yes, the plotting ladies. Well, you don't, if you're pl- I mean, if you're plotting, you don't want somebody you on the edge. You want adjacent. children when you're plotting? <laughs> no, no, no. Did, did Guy Fawkes take children to the House of Parliament? Did he echoes like. Be good if he had that on a sort of trip. High vis jackets, <laughs> holding hands. Just move it. Just stand by the barrels. I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> mm. um, so she said, "Oh, do you mind if we sit here?" And um, the women reacted by pulling a face. And the plotting the, women, the, the PWs, should we call them? Yes. The PWs. And well, the what, what, said, what manner of face are we talking? I don't know. I couldn't see. Well, how did you know they even pulled yeah. a face? Well, let me tell you. Oh, oh, here, comes, here comes the, oh. the, the new mole. And, and the woman with kids said, Oh, goodness, look at the face on it. <gasps> well, she Is might just be <laughs> unattractive. You know, I'm not sitting by Amy Smells. I'm not sitting by her. She's ugly. <laughs> and this was a woman, fossy in the extreme. She said, Oh, look at the face on it. And then she said, Well, we, we've got a lot to do. Well, the PW said. PW one. They've got a damn nerve, haven't they? In their their terrorist um, enclave, (laughs) eh? So where did she sit then? Well, what she did is she decided she wanted nothing more to do with that carriage, and she walked off down the road with her kids. Did she? Oh, she's on the road now. (laughs) Oh, she derailed. On the road road. from the train (laughs) and decided to go. And she said, "Come on, come on, kids, come on. Let's get away from the rude lady." <gasps> Let's leave the rude lady by herself. Well, she was just married to one so of the plotters. Only yeah. one. She, yeah, she was all right with the other she woman. The other one was okay. She singled out one, one of the, the plotters. Face. That's what you did. Divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. that's what I do. Well, I, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Made a lovely omelette the other day. Trick is to make it with butter. Two oh, eggs no. together. We'll <laughs> it too fattening. Frank Skinner. Chris Addison has joined us. Hello. Good morning, Chris. Morning. Chris, you're on the road. I'm, I am on the road. I'm. I'm. I've got a big. Uh, I've got a Winnebago parked out the front. <laughs> oh, smashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I live in now. Shower or bath? Well, uh, well it depends. I, I go for it. if it's moving a shower. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it just gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, uh, but yeah, I try and go for a bath as often. Oh, as good. <laughs> well, that's great. And uh, I sh- so you're on tour. You're doing. Uh, because there must be people, and this is perhaps hard to believe, who think you're the actor bloke and maybe no, don't even no, know no. about the stand-up. But drives me mad that, yeah, I'm always, I'm always referred to as the actor Chris Addison in court. 
uh, or, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, former male the, model Frank Skinner. That's yeah. what I get. <laughs> no, isn't it? Yeah, it's a crash helmets. I did full Big. face. <laughs> you were the stick. This <laughs> other guy is just a yeah, yeah, just a put on. Well, no, I, I yeah, because I've done this for fifteen years. But but uh, because I did the thick of it, people. That's what people know me for. I can't really complain about it. No, it's bringing people through the door. Well, it's a, I mean, it's a legendary thing. Yeah, people it, love it. It is. It is like it must be great to be part of something that big and popular. On, I don't know anyone who I've never. Met met anyone who doesn't like you. We well, love texts, I of think, course. Yeah, yeah, although there are plenty of people who don't like it. They tend to be of a certain age. But th- th- actually, there aren't that many people who... I'm not sure that many people really watch it. It's one of those... That, oh, no, I don't watch it, but exactly. it's good to yeah, say yeah, you yeah. like it. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I do like Shakespeare. I never go to the theatre, but I mean, <laughs> you think he's good. Uh, but I've just compared us to Shakespeare. That's bad, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how it's many people actually than see Shakespeare, it. Shakespeare, I think we can well, say. It depends, shorter, on, the, depends on the production. Yeah, and it is... And, uh, but we've, we've also gone for modern dress. Uh, <laughs> the, a modern dress interpretation of politics. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing... Now you come to mention it, <laughs> oh, a sort of a Tudor version. Yeah, that would be good, yeah. The figure go back in time. Yeah, that well, yeah. Well, maybe maybe we could. I mean, we're, we're running out of ideas, frankly. You can't be. you can't bet you can't better the coalition for mm. it, for you know comedy. So maybe maybe that's where we'll have to go next. Yeah, so it's, it is a strange thing, but um, but yeah. So I'm not. I'm, it feels a bit like this toy is me going. No, this is this is what I do. So you uh, did you go to the Oscars because it was nominated? No, and you were on the show. There was a clip <laughs> of you on the show. I thought that's Chris Addison on the Oscars. On the actual Oscars. On the actual Oscars. <gasps> yeah. Do you know what? No clip royalties. Furious. Oh. The the no, I didn't go. I didn't go. The, it was the writers, quite rightly, who were who were nominated. So they all they all went. But they all, it's but because they're writers and they're not glamorous. They, they you know you hear all those things like gifting suites. Mm. You know and that's a, and the stars go in and they're people have this Rolex. Yeah. And so on and. Um, um, they, because they're writers, they had a whole different sort of gifting tent. It's a lot wow. shabbier, a bit more like uh, the market used to be in the bullring, as you remember. People <laughs> oh, God, going, yeah. come in, have this chupa chup. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's a much lower rent business. Than Still free, though. Still free, yeah. Who, who would say no to a free I chup-a-chup? went to a gifting tent at uh, an all-star baseball game once oh, really? in Philadelphia, and um, I got four baseball hats. And what, you, you can only ever wear one at a time. I never wear them at all. But, you know, Free. <laughs> free. But yeah. because you just thought that they're free, I will take this. And I thought I'll give them to people as gifts. <laughs> I've still got them. Do you want one? So I'd absolutely love it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll get one to you. Sometimes it seems it's <laughs> such a weird world that that thing, the idea that people require the, gifts. The gift be, lounge. Yeah, the gift lounge or the gift I bag. I saw um, Justin Lee Collins and Courtney Love having an argument over. <laughs> Uh, some precious, semi-precious stone in the gift lounge once. Oh, yeah. I know exactly which gift lounge yeah, that was. Do you? That's the comedy <laughs> yes. one. Yeah, yeah. Were well, you there as well? It was a semi-precious stone. Fabulous, it was. Who, but sometimes, because I, I presented a BAFTA, and uh, and after about two weeks afterwards, this enormous bag arrived at my house, and it was full of things. Things that make you go, what, 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 what are you saying? There was one that was um, <laughs> it was a it was a Philips electric body hair shaver. Which I, and I didn't know such a thing existed. Oh, somebody sent me one of those. That, but it wasn't saying? even from a ceremony. I just got one in, <laughs> I, in isolation in the post. <laughs> Who does that? Is, that? is that a thing men actually do? Do they? I mean, other than professional swimmers and cyclists. Well, mine's still in the uh, still in the thing, the wrapping. It's just there. Just there in the back of the cupboard with four yeah, baseball well, caps. But one day, you know, I'm figuring as I get older, I'll take the old ears on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one morning. We'll be back with more Chris Addison shortly. This is... Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Claxons, Golden Scans, that needs looking into. I'm worried about that title. 
Chris Addison. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, come on. You don't want to type that in the internet, do you? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Not unless you've got a couple of hours to spare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Chris Addison is on the road. Um, Chris, you're, are you currently touring? You've yeah. started. Yes. Oh, yeah. Got, well, this is sort of this has been most of the year. Actually, this is the third and final bit, and I'm about halfway through that. Is it like Bob Dylan's never-ending tour? Yes, it is, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good though. It's you really look good. very fresh-faced and happy about it. <laughs> well, that is the prescription medication. Oh, good. Uh, no, I, I'm f- yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But because I haven't, uh, because it's been on the back burner for a little while. No, it's I've been a real, a real. I've got yeah. some. This is me looking for dates. I've got some dates here that to. Uh, <laughs> 16th of November. That's the Lowry in Salford. Yes, that's a nice place, isn't it? It is lovely, yeah. Genteel audience, considering it's in Salford. Well, you know, the most astonishing thing, because that's where they're going to move the BBC, they're moving a lot Mm. of the BBC up to Salford, and uh, Tom Bloxham, who is the big property designer up in Splash and all of that thing, sold posters in Affleck's Palace when I was a kid, now does houses but he's turned a, a whole sort of block of streets a bit like coronation street into designer living for executive media types mm. and uh, is, uh, and th- this is clearly being sold at the people who are going to go up to sulfur but what it, but it's just it's like an island in a sea of scallies it's unbelievable <laughs> they're going to be running the gauntlet every yeah. time they go to work a lot of programming on the bbc is going to become quite dark and bitter and based on burglaries and muggings that's my uh, <laughs> that's my feeling what again yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, like the sixties. I like the fact that the boss of BBC North said he won't go, and he's married to Sarah Lancashire, who's the woman from oh, yeah, uh, Raquel. Really? Yeah. Now, if Ra- and Raquel doesn't want to go, apparently. Now, if Raquel doesn't want to go to Manchester, she's actually called Lancashire, <laughs> and she still doesn't, she doesn't want to go. There. Yeah, can't be right. So you're doing that, and then twenty first of November, you're at the Bloomsbury in I London. Am, I love the Bloomsbury. Yeah. Are you? Um, how's Edith Sitwell now? Is she's, she, she's not so bad. She's uh, she's problems with the blue stockings. They uh, oh, yeah. they wrinkle in the wash. But yeah. other than that, she's fine. Why the long face? I thought. <laughs> and then you're, you're in Birmingham at the Alexander on the 26th yes. of November. That's a, that's a nice old theatre. Yeah, well. high. High rather than stretched away yeah. from you. I remember going. I've, I've only ever been in there as a punter, and, uh, but I, uh, when I because I was at uni in Birmingham, and uh, uh, but it's just a really odd theatre, isn't it? Because like you say, it's just it's tall, but you, it's only about four rows back. Yeah, but that's it's good. Weird. That it's great. It's, it's great perfect. for a comic. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect for a comic. Yeah. So Have you, you seen Frank Starr on the Walk of Fame in Birmingham? Is there a Walk of Fame in Birmingham? Yes. Oh God! Yes. Is it you, Noddy Holder, and Samuel Johnson? Um, yes, Samuel Johnson <laughs> hasn't been. He hasn't qualified yet. That's in not? some debate. Me and Noddy Holder strolled it. Ozzy Osbourne. There's a football man as well, Frank. I can't a remember. Football a few. Man. Tony yeah. Brown from West Brom. Yeah. And um, who's the bloke that used to do the e- Formula One? It's getting a bit wiki Murray faces. Walker. Bit wiki Murray faces. Walker. I didn't know he was a. Uh... No, you wouldn't guess, would you? Because he's not saying who knew to rock Jochen Rint coming round the corner. <laughs> Jochen Rint was where's the first it? driver I thought of. Where's the? Um, where's the? Walk of Fame. Broad Street. Do you know oh, a nightclub? Oh, right, okay. There's a nightclub called Flares. It's just opposite that. <laughs> that that is classy. Yeah. Well, Broad Street is is definitely Birmingham's beating heart of uh, of fashion. Well, <laughs> sometimes I there's no Neils and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I just drive up Broad Street just to see the sort of sideshow at night when it's all it's the oh, classic it? women with hardly any clothes on lads in just like their just a shirt and all that. Not just a shirt. Maybe a little well, later. Well, later on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But lots of gel. and It's it's fabulous. It's It makes me think, oh, youth and all their vibrant lustiness. <laughs> Birmingham's such a brilliant city. It's so completely underrated. And when, but when it sometimes does itself no favours. When it's when it redid the bullring and it got rid of all the stuff in Digbeth, and, you know, that, that approach up from St Martin's up, there's a, there's a quote. They thought they would put a big quote 
something that encapsulates Birmingham. And you know, they could have gone for they could have gone for Johnson, they could have they could have gone for Matthew Bolton, they could have gone for the Lunar Men, any of that stuff. But it's a UB forty quote. <laughs> UB forty in stone. What, what is, is it? it? Red red wine. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> it's, I that's basically yeah, yeah. It's advice more than the quote. <laughs> what it should say is one more river to cross. <laughs> one more, one more junction. <laughs> yeah. This is Frank Skinner. So you're a bit of a radio man yourself, Chris. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, in the if shower. I, 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 you've done absolute right. You've done an absolute radio show. I have, yes, I have. I stood in for Ian Lee a couple of times. How was that? Because we have some of the strangest. Um, yeah, it was hard. Listeners of all some time. Odd, odd people. <laughs> there, there were also, but there, there were quite a lot of no people. There was a lot of filling. There was a lot of filling that went on for hours and hours. But it was tremendous fun. Yeah, I, I think always, Ian's gone his crowd. Hasn't <laughs> he, he, he certainly has. Yeah, yeah, he certainly has. But it was. It, I've always wanted to do it. Because when I was a when I was a kid in Manchester, there was a, a broadcaster, James H. Reeve, who was on Piccadilly Radio back in the day, and he used to do this show between ten and one. It, it meant I was permanently tired at school. I would listen to the whole thing every night. It was a phone in, and he was astonishing, really amazing. He was my first comedy hero, really. Right. And uh, and he used to just deal with idiots. That was his shtick, was dealing with idiots. But it wasn't in a kind of shouty way. It was the pithiest, driest little puncturing of their of their lunacy, and. Uh, he was wonderful, and so I've always wanted to do. Does he radio. exist online? I, I'm not sure if he does. I'm, I'm keen to, to hear him. Yeah, yeah, I'll find. There's um. The, if you type James, he did a show called. The, I can't help but it was, it was called Nocturnal Emissions. Uh, right. Was the name of the show uh, on the uh, Key One on Three when it started in Manchester? And um, yeah, there's a there's a sort of best of. In fact, if you ask Tony Mori, who runs this station or co-runs this station, he will get you a copy of that. Okay, he's, I will. He's ask a big him. old fan. And yeah. Jeff Lloyd is, is of course one of the great stars of Amazon. He's stars. a good mate. Of yours yeah, he well, is. Yeah, he's one of my. So you've got your, we've, we've established the. Absolute links. Now yeah. we can mention the Rifle Channel. Brilliant. I'm on the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Five Live, seven day Sunday, eleven o'clock every Sunday. Yeah, me and Andy Zaltzman, Sarah Milliken, plus guest. Both uh, friends of the show, can yeah. I say? Both friends of the show. Brilliant people. Friend of the show. Yes. Wow, that is. <laughs> that is. Uh, you don't get that on Radio 4. No, you, so, you certainly don't. You've got yeah, I think for, one of, yeah, I think one of the things that Radio 4 is missing, I'm not really, I'm really it's jingles. Jingles would be much better on the Today. <laughs> oh, you're Ford, on 5. Ford Sorry. Today. <laughs> <laughs> you're on 5 Live, sorry. I am, I am on 5 Live, yeah, which is, uh, which is a news and travel-based station with people trying to get a word in between. Yeah, there's a bit of sport as well. There's a bit of sport, yeah. That's not really, you know me, that's not really my Chris, can I just ask you something? Are those 3D glasses you've got? Yeah, well, I just wanted to see what you all look like. Wow, do we these look really do? work. Yeah, yeah, they look They really, really work, which is good because the telly that they come from. In the, you in look the up with your natural curly hair, the headphones and those, and those shades. You yeah. look like Jerry Garcia of The Grateful <laughs> Dead. I mean, in his youth. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. So you and Jeff Lloyd, also, you wrote the last series of TFI Friday. Yes, we did, yeah. That's a fabulous fact. It was an amazing gig. One of the most... Extra- Elton John was the very last uh, guest, because this was when Chris Evans had left, and they did seven shows with, uh, with celebrity host well, I don't remember that. Yeah. He's actually existed without Chris Evans. Yeah, well, because he, he, oh, he bailed on it just before they were due. That sounds unlike him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the hell that this, the, the vibes in this building seem to be... Uh, <laughs> 
but yeah, so so they did what, the Mad Cat uh, broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mad ma- Cat money maker Chris Evans. But, but he he bailed, and uh, so Channel Four it was too late for them to get out of it. So they just reduced the the number of episodes and got celebrities to to host it. And me and Jeff wrote. Uh, we were, it was it was unbelievably good fun. But the last thing we did was wrote one for Elton John. Uh, one of the strangest things that's ever happened to me in my life was that because we recorded them as live an hour before they went out. Elton John was quite nervous about how this was going, and I was standing sort of close to him just in case he needed anything in the uh, in the bar. He was looking through his cue cards on the desk, and he looked up at me, and we just we did what, we'd only said hello to each other, and he just he mouthed, "Is this okay?" And I found myself doing that, putting your fingers together to indicate it's fine. Yeah. I was doing that. To Elton John, and just in that moment, I had a, a "You Are Here" revelation. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing that to Elton John. It was a really strange but brilliant. Did he mean his whole lifestyle and career? <laughs> yes, and I, I said it was okay, and I feel well, like I feel like an enabler now. I, felt, see, I think it's okay, but with some qualifications. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the extravagant buying a flora. Well, yeah. Do you remember Flora? <laughs> I don't mean the margarine. Can I find out? I mean the flowers. I mean the flowers. Oh, well, that's a it's a brilliant fact about you and your. And your so look, um, Chris Addison is on tour at the moment, and uh, go and see him. Yeah, that would be my advice. Definitely, yeah, exactly. I, I concur. I and heartily it, endorse it, this it, message. It's funny, and also it's um, it's brain stretching as well, as it, well as funny. Is it? It's yeah. Not, don't worry, it's not too brain stretching. No, well, I, 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 can, I can understand it. It's yeah, fine. I, don't, I mean, like more like Johnny Ball than uh, Proust. More like Johnny Ball. Yeah. Yeah, populist okay. brain stretcher. Populist. So I'm going to use that for the poster now. I, I'm a populist brain stretcher. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like QI on Mogadon. <laughs> anyway, thanks very much, Chris. That's it's great to see you, you and um, and bring back what the Dickens. Yeah, yes, guy art. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Gorillas. Oh. Uh, featuring Sean Ryder. Yeah, he goes, it's the... Yeah, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> He's a good man. That was uh, Dare. That's what that was called, just in case anyone at home. And also, the, the bloke who uh, texted in and said, what was that sellotape song? Who was it by? Yeah, Mark wanted Yeah, to Mark. It was Mark. Uh, No Cars, they're called. Oh, OK. I tell you, there's a new um, album out, which is uh, a sort of John Peel tribute thing, and mm. it, it's a track from that. Now it's all gone very Joe Wiley. Oh, it has. Where's me snowboard? Where's <laughs> me snowboard? <laughs> we should say we went to see a band live and that they were good. That's what she always says. Does she? And now Ferton Cotton says that a lot. Ferton Cotton? Ferton Cotton. Ferton Cotton. I'm liking Ferton Cotton. It sounds like someone who could have been in Gone with the Wind. I think it sounds like a Texan swear word. Why, Ferton Cotton, I can't believe you stepped out of line. <laughs> oh, listen, ma'am, I believe I have a right to steep my mind. Um, little scene with Furt and Cotton there from uh, Gone with the Wind. Just before you see all that long panning shot of dead soldiers, which I'm not so keen on. Did you see... Um, I'm not a man to talk about the X Factor, because everyone talks about it, but the whole mime debate... Marcel, Marcel. Mime Factor? Well, they should do a mime factor. Yeah, mime, eh? What about if they called it, eh? Um, I watched um, oh, yeah. Sh- Sherelle oh, yeah. Cole on there doing her new single. yeah. A lot very, of hair. Very, a lot of hair. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of hair. I don't know. Does she have the, um, does she have the breast um, 
I beg your pardon. The, does she have the breast? Um, the breast encouragement. Yeah, she has the breast. Has, she had the breast encouragement. Um, no, she hasn't had that. No, has she uh, had any terrible um, trouble? If you say that, no. I'm asking a question. Has she had the binoculars? Uh, no. That, oh, okay. She's had no procedures. A lot of makeup. A lot of extensions. Miming. I mean, why turn up? Just send us a, <laughs> send us a flat pack. And we'll stab, we, you know, we'll just put you together ourselves. Uh, and What's also, then, if you're gonna mime. Oh, she was miming like oh, there was shit. no tomorrow. Oh. And, of course, when you've had malaria, there might be no tomorrow. <laughs> comes back, it does, it comes she back. Cried, comes back. She Don't cried worry, on... she's more than I can say for Ashley Cole. <laughs> um, yo. She cried on Piers Morgan about that. R- someone cried well, on Piers Morgan. Oh, well, well this eyes. is a turn-up for the... Uh, I feel we should put this out as a stop press. He's now poking them with a compass to make them cry. <laughs> he'll, do, he'll stop at nothing. Piers Morgan is poking <laughs> Cheryl Cole with a compass. <laughs> <laughs> I once I got in trouble once for poking a girl with a compass. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think you'll find No, it was under the table in English and I oh, poked, well, that's I right. poked her with a compass and she screamed and the English teacher said, Get out and she took me to her office and said, I saw you I saw you touch that girl under the table. Oh. Well touch I wouldn't say it was touching yeah, if well, you the thing was, her compass. What was what was worse, the fact that I poked with a compass or the idea of me touching her in some way. But were you sharp end or pencil? <laughs> sharp end. Oh well that's wrong. Why would you do that? You've got thought, a dark side. It would be funny. It's a very dark side I love to you. My lesson. Someone told me that when you so approach a woman you need a compass. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, over yeah, the so extensions. The, and also the other miming thing what? is that she didn't mime me all. Oh. Now that's tricky. That's a mistake. It's tricky. It's like you know when you paint part of a wall and leave the rest, and suddenly it looks very shabby. The, the unpainted <laughs> oh, bit. It yeah. was like that because when the real vocals come in, you thought, "Oh no!" It all went a bit Katy Perry. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! You can't say that. No, it wasn't like, a good. She's a lovely looking into, girl. Uh, British comedy. Well, that's true. Actually, she is a lovely looking girl. I just think you know maybe the earpiece wasn't working. Yeah. Um, I wish mine hadn't been. <laughs> now, what were we all had bad nights, let's face it. Tell me about it. Well, yeah. Daisy, um, our person who works on our show... Would <laughs> Daisy, like our to, person? She'd like to apologise to her boyfriend, because apparently when she got back last night, she wasn't very nice to him. Is that right? Stuck him with a compass, I think. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> Is that what, what did you do? What did you do? Just a bit mean. Just a bit mean. mean. Oh, well, <laughs> if you're listening, Jermaine, uh, she's, she's full of regret today. Regret, oh, I, I regret love that, you may know, well. is an alco pop. <laughs> <laughs> also, she had her hair all done up like a ragabilly. I bet she was a bit scary. She did look yeah. like um, she looked like Mr T from yeah. a distance. <laughs> I, I thought, I wish I'd ordered that helicopter. If she keeps messing you around, Jermaine... Get off me, Jermaine! And get it on plane! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, I, I disapproved. Yeah. I t- the thing is, that you, these people... It's like the marathon. You know, at the time you thought only very special people could run a marathon. Now you realise 84-year-old grannies from Glasgow can do it. Mm. Now there's people on the telly singing mime, miming... Not miming, singing live every week and sounding good. Or postman and stuff like that. People, yeah. you know, learning all that. Then you think, oh, well, clearly everybody can do it. And then the big star doesn't do it. It's just yeah. not on. It's yeah. not on. I feel I've been let down. And I like Cheryl Cole. She once won Best Looking Girl in Newcastle competition. <laughs> That's good enough for me. And also Best Looking Girl in the Metro Centre she won. Really? She did, yeah. She's had, she's had quite an illustrious career. We won't joke about that. Um, we'll gloss over Sophie on the bok poo. Yeah, well, you know, like I say, you have your bad Sophie nights. Sophie on the bok poo! We all have our, our bad nights. Um, in the X Factor Man. But we're live. This is all live. We don't mind. I think people have probably guess this is live. <laughs> Nobody would edit this then say, that'll do, that'll be fine. 
So next week, um, Stephen K. Amos is our guest. Now, you may remember he was supposed to be our guest a couple of weeks is ago. Is he the one that didn't turn he, up? He, he is the one. Turn that, up. He is the one that didn't turn up. But, uh, you know, I believe in a second chance. Oh. Mm. Um, you can listen to Not Just The Weekend. Uh, yourself. You can listen to Not The Weekend podcast, which is available from Wednesday. And uh, Ben Jones is next. He's already arrived. He's got, he's got the green hooded top. I'd know he's gone green goblin. He has gone green goblin. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's about all from us. It's been uh, lovely as ever. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening anytime. We love you. Good day to you. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Working towards a mintier world with Tree Boss Soft Mints. <laughs> <laughs>